Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. His faithful valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld. Risking his life, the criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, classified ad. The Green Hornet strikes again. Michael Axford sat in Lenore Case's office looking over the headlines in the Daily Sentinel while Miss Case looked through the classified section. Say, no, Casey, there's sure plenty going on these days, what with strikes and shortages and all. It is discouraging to pick up a newspaper. Uh-huh. And there's them countries over there yapping at each other like the war wasn't over yet. It is hard to say what we're coming to, ain't it so? Uh-huh. Sure, and right here in the Sentinel it says... Casey, you haven't been listening to a word I've been saying. Uh, what did you say, Axford? I said you haven't been listening to a word I was saying. Have you now? What were you saying, Michael? I was saying... Ah, what's the use? Hey, what are you so interested in anyway? Well, the classified ads. Well, I know that. Think I can't see? Uh... What are you looking through the classified ads for? <laughs> oh, Axford. Axford, what makes you so nosy? Oh... A secret, huh? Okay. If that's the way you feel about it. <laughs> all right, all right. Now sulk like a little kid. As a matter of fact, there's no secret about it. I have no reason for looking through the classified ads, and I'm very much interested in reading about the things people want and have to sell. Now, does that satisfy you, Axford? Oh, I thought maybe you were hunting for a job or something. That's all. I, I was worried. Oh, Michael. I'm sorry I was sharp with you. You were actually worrying for fear I was hunting for another job. Well, not exactly, Casey. You see, I was worried for fear you wouldn't find one. My <laughs> 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 I... Yes, Mr. Reed. Will you come in a minute, Miss Casey? Yes, sir, right away. Suffering snakes, Casey. I didn't know Reed was in his office. Why didn't you tell me? Listen, Axford, when you come in and plunk yourself down and start reading the paper, it isn't up to me to warn you that Mr. Reed's in his office. Huh. You were sitting there reading the paper, weren't you? So what? Well, if you can sit around reading the Sentinel, so can I. And why not? I'd like to know. I was told to check the classified by Mr. Reed, if you want to know. Well, I'm going in. Mr. Reed will want to know why you didn't report to him when you came in. You'd better think up a good one, Michael. Ah! <laughs> Did I hear Axford out there in your office, Miss Case? Yes, sir. He's dying to know why I've been going through the classified ads. He'll soon have his curiosity satisfied. Oh, uh, did you find anything? Yes, I checked one ad there that might be the one we're looking for. All right. 
Tell Axford to come in, will you? Yes, sir. Oh, Axford, uh, Mr. Reed wants to see you. Okay, Kathy. Uh, I've been waiting outside, Reed. I knew he'd be wanting to see me about something. <laughs> That's a hot one. Now, Kathy, when I say about the outside... Axford, and sit down. Uh, sure, Reed, sure. Axford? Here in my desk, I have three letters from recently discharged soldiers. They all read about alike. Well, this is one typical. Read it. Uh, okay, read. Uh, to the editor of the Daily Sentinel. Dear sir, in answer to an ad in your paper, I bought an engagement ring that was advertised by a private party. I paid $75 for it and have since found out that it's not a diamond ring as I thought. The police say there's nothing can be done about it, since the person who sold it to me didn't say it was a diamond. So I've been gypped in a racket the police can't touch. I'm surprised that a newspaper like yours would carry ads like that. Signed, an XGI. Huh. It makes me sort of think about it, that it does. I know how you feel, Axford. The other two letters are about the same racket. Say... Do you mean to tell me the classified ad manager lets things like that go into the Sentinel? You have no way of knowing it wasn't legitimate, Axford. But we'll certainly see to it that the ads take it out right away. Let me see that ad, Casey. Oh, here it is. It's checked off right here. Uh, For quick sale by private party. Beautiful engagement ring in solid gold mounting. Must sell. Apartment 2, 420 Green Street. You mean to say they sold three of them rings and they're all phony? Well, that's what these letters say, Axford. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot more than three have been sold. It's a racket that should be stopped somehow. Have them take out that ad in this case. Yes, sir. Of course, the crooks will put ads like that in other papers, too. But at least we'll keep it out of the sentinel. Ain't there anything can be done to read? Well, friend, I can't say. Uh, why don't you go to that address and see what you can find out, Axford? Sure, that's just the thing. I'd go today. And don't act belligerent. Pretend you want to buy a ring. Huh. I never acted like that in my life. Or have I? <laughs> Mr. Reed means don't lose your temper, Axford. Oh, oh, that. <laughs> sure, I know what you meant, all right. I'd get over there and see what you... <laughs> hey! See, things are sure popping on that political investigation. Really, Gunnigan? What now? I'll well, see you, right. Gunnigan. I was just in the middle of an important talk with Reed when you come busting in, yapping about stuff that don't matter. Why don't you knock in the stuff door? Stuff that don't you? matter? Mike, are you nutty? That investigation is front-page stuff. Has been all week. Yes, that's right. What's the latest news on it? Well, Lewis Niles has resigned as chief investigator. What? He says there's no sense in going on with it. There's not enough evidence to indict those two legislators for graft. Niles resigned. You mean he really made a statement like that? Absolutely. The whole thing will fall through now. But he intimated in the beginning that he had plenty of evidence. Well, if you ask me, Mr. Reed, I wouldn't trust Niles around the corner. I agree with you, Miss Case. Maybe Niles has been bribed to drop the investigation. I wish we could prove that. What slant do you want the Sentinel to take? I'll let you know, Gunnigan. All right, I'll be at my desk. Uh, the way he busts right in, you'd think the Niles case was more important than this racket and phony engagement rings. Maybe it is. Huh? But look here, Reed, that's not Go to that address on Green Street, Axford. See what you can find out. That I will, by golly. And if it's a racket, I'm the right guy to pick to go and smash it. I'll keep in touch with you. Apartment 2. This must be it. 
Well, what is it, mister? Oh, hello, miss. I, uh, that is, I came to, well, you know, to ask about... Oh, oh, yes. About the engagement ring. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's right, the engagement ring. Well, do come in, Mr. Uh... Uh, Axford. That's my name, Miss. Mike Axford. I'm Mr. Vere. Come in, Mr. Axford. You saw the ad, of course. Well, sure. How else do you think I... Uh... <coughs> I mean, uh, sure, Mr. Vere. Well, I, I'll get the ring. I, I hate to part with it. <laughs> do you mean to tell me I'm the first to answer your ad? No, others have come about it. But, well, they didn't want to pay cash. You can pay cash, I suppose, if you take it. Well, I got a dollar. Uh, I mean, sure, of course, if I take it. Well, wait just a moment. I'll get it. Uh, Nice-looking dame to be mixed up in a racket like this. Here it is, Mr. Axford. Oh, let me see it, if you don't mind. Certainly. Here you are. Uh, not bad-looking at all. Uh, do you guarantee it to be genuine? Mr. Axford, believe me... There's a solid gold setting, and well, you know how diamonds have gone up in price. Uh, what's the price of this ring? Uh, what are you asking for it? Well, I, I value it highly for, for sentimental reasons, but, well, I, I'll part with it for as little as $75 in cash, Mr. Axford. Uh, of course, you haven't said this is a real diamond. Why, Mr. Axford, I'm sure a man of your intelligence is able to judge the value of this ring for yourself. Of course, if, if you don't want the ring at that price, I, I'm sure someone will. You still haven't said that stone's a real diamond, young lady. Now stop beating around Listen, the bush and tell me... Listen, guy. If you don't want that ring, give it to me. I don't want your money anyway. No, but you'll grab the door from the next bush hat that comes along. Is that it? I'm wise to your racket, girlie, and I'll tell and you what you... What? Uh, oh. Hey, what's the idea of sneaking into the room behind me like that? Who are you? What's the two of you? Get back that ring. Sure, why not? I don't want it anyhow. Here. Take it, Stell. Give it to me, you bugling beagle hound. Insult me if you like, but at least I found out you're running a racket. So we're running a racket. What of it? Go on, go to the cops, see what good it'll do. We know all the angles to keep us within the law. You're just a couple of dirty crooks, that's what you are. Listen, you overgrown baboon, I'll take you... Easy, Tom, easy. Don't lose your temper. Let him get on out of here. Okay... Go on, beat it, you. Come snooping around here again, you might be sorry. Oh, a tough guy, eh? Well, they don't come too tough for me, see? Run along home, you bother me. Beat it. First, I'm going to tell you this. Maybe you can get around the cops with your racket, but you'll slip up someday, that you will. Now I'll be on my way. You'd better before Tom loses his temper and let you have it. I've got a bit of temper myself. It's a good thing I know when to keep me temper and when to lose it. Right now, I've decided to keep it. But if we meet again, watch out. Good day to you. <laughs> that boy was trying to play Sherlock Holmes, but he's too much of a dope to trick little Stell. Right, Tom? Yeah. We got a sweet racket, baby. One even the law can't touch as long as we're careful. And this city's full of suckers who'll come to buy those rings. <laughs> what a racket. A 
Wexford returned to the Sentinel building and reported what had happened. Then he went to police headquarters for news. At dusk, Britt Reed left his office and went to his apartment, where he discussed the day's news with Cato, his Filipino valet. Cato, there are two situations which bother me a great deal. Well, yes, Mr. Britt? One is a racket within the law. Crooks are selling engagement rings, fake stones and gold settings for which they get $75. They've had an ad in the Sentinel, but we've discontinued that. Why people buy rings if they're not of value? Complaints came in from some GIs who had bought the rings in good faith. They took it for granted that they were getting a diamond ring. But if they tell police... The police can do nothing, because the crooks are very careful not to say the stone is a diamond. Though they do mention the gold setting, and the setting is gold, but would bring very little on the market. Axford went there today and found out just how they worked it. They stay just within the law. We've got to find some way to get at them. continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment. Brett Reed told Cato about the engagement ring racket and expressed his concern about the fact that the crooks were able to stay within the law. He came to the decision that something would have to be done to catch the racketeers. Cato, recalling that Brett had mentioned another situation which bothered him, thought a moment, then asked, What other situation bother you, Mr. Brett? The resignation of Lewis Niles in that political mess. You see, I'm positive Niles had plenty of evidence against Richland and that other state senator. But now Niles says he has none, and the case will fall through. I'd certainly like to have a look in Niles' safe at his home. I bet it would prove interesting. Well, maybe it's possible. No, I know what you're thinking. But I happen to know that Niles, with his wealth and power stymied every attempt to get inside his place. He has the electric eye type of burglar alarm around his house. Oh, that type of hidden eye is very difficult to detect so as to put out of order. Yes. Anyone passing into the house by any means causes an alarm to ring at police headquarters. But maybe a green hornet find a way to get in. No, Kito. Even if I did get in by the alarm, it would be too risky for me to go there. Well, I not understand. Kato, Lewis Niles knows me very well, and he's a man who remembers little details. He might recognize me even as the Hornet. Oh. Then Niles plenty safe from all crooks with device like that. They not take chance. That's right, I... Cato, you've given me an idea. An idea that may result in the downfall of the ring racketeers and of Lewis Niles. Now listen carefully. Brett Reed outlined the plan he had in mind to Cato. He went into detail and was pleased to see that Cato gave the idea his approval. I really think plan will work, Mr. Britt. I think so, too. That racket must be broken. And Niles must be shown up for what I suspect he really is. And the sooner both things are accomplished, the better. Will you put plan into effect tonight, Mr. Britt? Yes. There's no time like the present. Let's get going, Cato, right now. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of the closet in the bedroom... Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment itself. This passage led to an adjoining building, which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, 
this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming Black Beauty sped into the darkness. Back up, please, now, Mr. Britt. Yes. And the apartment we're looking for is dark. They must be out. Well, that's better for our plan. Yes. You can wait out here for me. But first, I want to write something. What's that you take from Wallet? It's a blank press card. I'm going to predate it and fill in a certain name. Ah, there. Now, keep your eyes open. I won't be long. Success, Cato. I got what I want after. Where we go now? First, we'll drive along the river so I can dispose of this package. Then return to our apartment and wait for results. Get going, Cato. Sure was a good picture, wasn't it? Yeah, but Joe slept through most of it. You ought to stay home to do his sleeping. Oh, yeah. I always sleep better in the movies, Tom. I guess it must be because... Hey! Somebody's been at the desk drawer while we keep the rings. Tom, look! All the rings are gone. Well, I'll be... Some dirty crook must have come in here. What's the matter, Stella? Look. Stuck there on the desk. Holy mackerel! The seal of the Green Hornet. What would he want with our stuff? Don't be a dope. We can't get any more of those rings, so well, maybe he wants to get into the racket and get us out. I tell him just what he does. Hey, what's this? What'd you find, Tom? Looks like some kind of a card. It is a card, isn't it? Hey, this is more than that. It's a trump card. What do you mean? Uh, why the happy look, Tom? Listen, that racket of ours was small potatoes compared to what this card means to us. Well? Look, the Hornet must have dropped this card when he came in after the rings. I always knew he was a guy with a lot of money. And I've been sure that he was somebody of prominence. So what? So now I know who the Green Hornet really is. What? You do? Yeah. He's the one who stole our stock of rings. But we're going to go home one better. We're going to hunt him down right in his own place. Get the proof against him and turn him over for the reward. This is going to be our big night. Come on. You sure this is the place, Tom? Positive, Stell. Hey, Tom, we're taking an awful chance going in after that Hornet. He's mean, plenty smart. No, he's not so smart or he wouldn't have dropped that card. We'll be taking him by surprise, remember that. He'll be without his disguise, so he won't expect us to be suspicious even when we come face to face. Well, I've got my automatic ready. So have I. Stell, you stay here in the car in front of the place. It's too risky for you. Okay, if you say so, Tom. All right, Joe. I'm right with you, Tom. Now for the showdown. Come on. We'll give that green hornet the surprise of his life. 
meantime, Louis Niles, influential politician, put some papers in his wall safe. He was just about to close the safe when... Don't move, Niles. What? How did you get in here? Very easy. Your door locks are not very strong. Now, get away from that safe. I'll listen here, both of you. Get away, he said. All right. That's better. Joe, take everything out of that safe. Okay, that'll be easy. So you came to rob me, huh? Or were you sent here for some particular purpose by certain parties? Niles, we came here for a purpose, all right. No one sent us here. But you yourself made a slip that brought us. What are you talking about? Well, perhaps you don't know that we're the ones you robbed a while ago, huh? Are you crazy? I haven't been out of this house tonight. No? <laughs> Bring all this stuff over here to the table, Joe. Okay, I got it all. <laughs> it's really a shame to see you going to all that trouble. Here's all that was in the safe. Hmm. Where's the mask? And the rest of your disguise, Hornet? I beg your pardon. Don't bluff. You heard me. We know you're the Green Hornet. <laughs> that's the best story I've heard yet. <laughs> I've been accused of lots of things, but that's the one that takes the cake. Think you're smart, don't you? <laughs> Trying to bluff out of it all. Keep your gun on him, Joe, while I go through the stuff in the safe. Right. The rings he stole from us aren't here. Neither is any of his Hornet stuff. But believe me, Joe, this other stuff is plenty hot. Yeah? What is it? Evidence Niles said he didn't have for that investigation, for one thing. And for another, here's some certificates of stock showing a recent transfer of steel stock holdings from Richland's name to Niles. He bought you off, eh, Niles? This is going far enough. Hey, there's a lot of cash, Tom. That'll pay for the rings he took from us. Good idea. We'll take that cash. You crook. Yep, all of us together. And you the biggest of all. Lewis Niles, big politician, and at the same time, none other than the Green Hornet. <laughs> we'll get a big reward for this. Your joke about the Hornet isn't funny. Yeah, maybe not, but we think it is. <laughs> you may not know it, but the police are pulling up outside. They've come for you. Hey, Tom, maybe we'll... Calm down, what? Joe. We'll be heroes. Niles, when you stole those rings tonight, you left the Hornet seal. But you also left something else by mistake. This card... A special press card with your name printed on it. I never had such a card. Your mistake was coming in here. You automatically set off an alarm at police headquarters when you cross the hidden electric guys which surround this house. What's happened? Uh, get in there, you. Take it easy, cop. Officer, these two men broke in here and tried to rob me. You can see they have guns. Well, with the cops here, we'll put them away. What's this all about? Hey, there's something funny going on here, seems to me. Anyway, uh... hey, Sarge, that girl and that guy there. They're on a racket. Oh, it's you again, eh, fatso? Quiet. Now you, speak up. Officer, this man known as Lewis Niles is really the Green Hornet. Quiet! Now what makes you think that? Well, he stole something from us and left a Hornet seal. And also, he dropped this card with his real name on it. Now hold on. This must be a frame-up. The police sent these men here purposely to see what's in my safe. I demand that you... Calm down, Niles. As a matter of fact, I'll take these two guys and the woman in for attempted robbery and for carrying guns. That one has my money in his pocket. So much the better. They'll all get good stiff sentences. Take them away, boys. Uh, now, wait. He's the hornet, I tell you. And what's more, the evidence against Richland that Niles swore he didn't have is right there on the table. There's evidence to show that Niles was bought off by Richland, too. That's personal property. Don't touch it. I'm the reporter. I'll take a chance of looking it over. Sarge, the guy's right. This stuff is enough to indict Niles. You can't do this. It's all a put-up job. I still think he's the hornet. Hey! 
There goes the Green Hornet now. Then Niles couldn't be him. But he is coming down and explain all that stuff you found on that table there, Axel. What about those crooks? The charges will stand. Anyhow, they have no business carrying guns. Take them away, boys. All of them. Later in the Sentinel City Room... Ah, heavens to Betsy, Chief. We got a doubleheader tonight. Those racketeers being picked up as crooks and Niles being held for the grand jury. I can't God, understand how it all came about so quickly. Can you, Axford? Sure. It's as plain as the nose in your face, Reed. How's that, Axford? Yeah? What's your version? Justice. The harness was in with Niles and also in with the racketeers. He got sawed all of them, so he sicked the one on the other, and they showed each other up. Simple, ain't it? The biggest mix-up of the year still unexplained, and he calls it simple. Unexplained oh. me, I. Niles squealed all over the place about what he did, and the racketeers came clean with what they did. So, to me, it's simple. To you, phooey. <laughs> <laughs> Popular radio dramas created by George W. Trendle are a copyrighted feature of The Green Hornet, Incorporated. All characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Brought to you by RadioClassics.com. Programs are copyright their respective owners. All rights reserved.